Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to the Gamerpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Bradford Carlton. In today's episode, we are talking about when does it make sense to close your business? So I want to do this episode after I had just a phenomenal response from an episode I believe I did last week where the different um, ways that businesses end. And so I want to like pull back, you know, a step like when does it make sense to actually go ahead and determine whether or not it is the right decision for you? Because you know, it's it's never a good thing when it sneaks up on you that you have to close your business, right? If if all of a sudden like you're like, ah, I gotta close my business, it's it's probably because you're go, you're going into bankruptcy or because you're now disabled or something happened that it's not a good thing for you to continue. Whereas you know, you should be doing future planning. You should be considering how you're getting out. And that's what we want to talk about today. Now, obviously, this, this applies to different people in different ways because, you know, the largest businesses out there aren't necessarily going to close just because one person decides, I'm done, you know, it's, it's over, I'm, I'm too old to keep doing this, right? But that might apply for the, the smaller people, the, the solopreneurs, or even the small businesses, where there might be one or two owners, where it just kind of makes sense, where you're aging out, it's time to move on to our own separate things. So, um, you know, if you're Activision Blizzard and your CEO decides they're done, you're not closing. I mean, that's a public company, right? And in that case, I don't see that kind of business, Activision Blizzard closing, unless they get into some terrible financial straits, in which case you end up like Bear Stearns and you're closed that day just because it's all over. Um, if you remember Bear Stearns, that was like the start of the 2008 financial collapse, right? They they um, had been inflating their numbers and all of a sudden they got found out and their stock went from decently high to zero basically in a day. And that is how a public company comes to an end. It just kind of goes skyrockets down or it craters down until the stock is worth zero. Once the stock is worth zero, it's effectively saying the marketplace is no value on your business. Okay. Now, um, aside from public companies, you have businesses that are actually owned by people. I mean, yes, stock is owned by people. That's not what I'm talking about. I mean, you know, solopreneurs and small businesses and medium-sized businesses where you may not have a hundred owners, you may have five, 10 owners, right? Well, in that case, you know, those businesses really, you shouldn't concern yourself with closing so long as you have some sort of succession plan. A succession plan is where you take and you write out a plan and you identify people who are going to take over the business for you. And I mean, this may be um, like, think like generational control of a business. Say you own a, um, a snack bar, a taco truck, right? You own a taco truck and you have your, your child, you raise them and you're like, from this day forward, you are now part of the taco truck business and you are gonna take over the taco truck business from me and your, you know, my, my spouse, assuming the spouse takes, you know, owns it as well, right? So you, you prep somebody, maybe it's a child or maybe it's another individual who's already in the business and you get them and you say, hey, I intend to give this business to you someday in the future. And so you teach them and you, you raise them to be uh, knowledgeable enough about the business that the day you decide to leave with enough advance notice that they're able to step into your shoes and able to continue it without any interruption in the flow. Now, sometimes that all, doesn't always work out. Um, you know, when I was an elder law attorney, we would see um, 
the the parent holding on with that iron fist until the day they were dead. Like you'd have to cr- pry it out of my cold dead hands kind of situation. And I, I saw that, right? So they knew that their child would someday take it over. They were training them someday, but there was no actual transition plan in place. They just were intending that, you know, one day this will all be yours when I'm gone. And that was how it was going to be. And so they would be gone. And now the, the child was in mourning because they just lost their parents. And now the business was in upheaval because everything was still in the name of the parents and they had to go through and transition everything, but they don't yet have a death certificate because you don't get that for a few days. And, and maybe they don't even have access to the bank account. Like don't get to that point. And you know, for you, this may be decades, decades into the future. You may be thinking, ah, oh, this doesn't apply to me. But time moves relatively quickly when you're not looking. And it, it happens to the best of us that, you know, it just may be that, you know, today turns into 10 years from now and you didn't even notice. And so make sure you at least have an idea. Make sure you are talking to people about this sort of thing. Now, that's kind of, you know, one scenario. Another scenario is you could sell your business. Now, if you're going to sell your business to somebody else, um, it could be a family member. I mean, it doesn't even have to be just a succession plan. It could be that um, I had, a, so as an example, I have a, uh, had a client that um, ran a family business. It's quote family business. The, the father had started the business and um, the sons had worked in the business. The daughters had worked in the business, um, but the father had no intention of just giving it to his kids. He, if, he, if anything, he was going to sell the business and be able to go and, and retire and enjoy his life because he had built this thing. He considered it his, not his children's. Now, the, at least one of the children wanted the business and they thought it was a real family business. And so when it came time for dad to decide that he wanted out, he um, had to negotiate with his father in order to buy it from him. And that meant taking out a hefty loan. But even in that situation, there was a long process. It took about a year to have communication and negotiation and the banks were involved and they had to value the business and how much you know, contrib- the contribution was worth, if anything. And um, in this case, the father actually um, did not give his child a good deal. He, he, uh, he wanted every penny he could possibly get out of that negotiation and he got it. Um, but that's another option. You, you go through this process of actually discussing and selling it. But you have to have, again, that idea of when do you want out? You know, most people don't consider that. They, they just kind of end up in a situation where like, you know, it's too late and they have to. Um, I had or have a client who is going through, um, he has an issue at the moment and he may be having to, to go through bankruptcy with his business. And if they had actually looked at their numbers two months ago, as opposed to five days ago, they might not have been in that situation. They Instead, they kind of were just nose to the grindstone, trying to figure out how to make the business work, figure out how it works day to day. And when they finally looked up and looked at, you know, kind of the landscape of where their business was at, they realized that the money they were making was not necessarily going to cover their bills into the future. And now they're in panic mode, trying to figure out how to save their business or whether or not they actually have to go through bankruptcy. So, you know, it's, it behooves you to constantly keep an eye on these things. You know, as an owner of the business, you have to be working on your business, which is a different and opposed to working in your business. Right? And too many people get this confused. Too many people think that, well, I own a sandwich shop. I should be making the sandwiches. It's not necessarily true. As the owner of the business, you should be in the back room managing and running and making sure everything is going to continue into the future 
with that business, not necessarily making each and every single sandwich. Okay. doesn't matter how good you are at what you're doing. If you intend to own your business, you need to step back and recognize that your job is not necessarily to do the job. Your job is to manage and operate the business. And that could be putting people into key positions that you think you may be better served in, but it's not necessarily your role anymore. Um, so it's, you know, when does it make sense to, to close a business? You know, for you, it, it's ultimately up to you, right? Like how long do you intend to do this? Do you intend, like if this is a, a business is taking 14, 16, 18 hours of your day, every single day, you know, how long do you want to do that? You know, you know, you're burning the candle at both ends, as they say, you know, I, whether you're not actually that, that means anything. If you enjoy what you do, you don't really burn out. Like that's like people who don't like what they do. That's people who burn out. But if you enjoy doing what you do and you get something out of it every single day, it may make sense for you to just keep going until you're just physically not able to. But you have to have the eye into the future because that day may come. It may come, you know, just completely randomly. I was an elder law attorney and I would tell my, my clients, you know, when I was trying to get them to understand why they needed a power of attorney, why they needed wills, you could step out of my office and on the way across the street to the parking lot, you could get hit by a bus that just snuck up on you. It happens every single day to somebody on this planet. It could just be your time. You may just walk through the sun and have a heat stroke just like that. Who knows, right? So just because you love what you're doing, just because this is something that you could see yourself doing forever and ever, doesn't mean that you should not take the approach of someone who is operating the business, not just working in the business. And you need to understand and, and put together a plan for what happens if. A lot of people, you know, People were terrified talking to me when I was an elder law attorney about their future planning because so many people don't want to consider what happens. They're like, I, I don't know if it's they just don't feel comfortable with, you know, their, their spirituality or if they just don't want to talk about their money or what have you. But this is something you as a business owner, it, it would be negligent on your part to not consider these things, whether it, your day is tomorrow or it's 10, 20 years from now, at least have an, a, a succession plan in place, okay? Have some sort of idea of what you want, and that needs to be in your, your state documents, okay? It's not just your house, your car, your, your coin collection, your video game collection, whatever, right? That goes into your will. Your business needs to have something happen to it after you're gone, if you're a sole owner. Or even if you're not a sole owner, if you guys haven't considered what happens if one of the principals should keel over dead, you're in trouble. That may be you need some key man insurance, all right? So that's where everybody who owns the business has insurance on everybody else, or the business has insurance on everybody else. And when that person like kicks it, right, the insurance policy pays out and allows everybody else who owns the business to pay off the... Um, the heirs of the person who died in order to get their, their cut of the business. Otherwise, what happens if you don't have that? If the business is worth a million dollars and there's two owners, but there's no like liquid cash in the business, well, the spouse or the children or the heirs of the person who died now either owns the business or they could get, they could want to be cashed out, which means you may need to sell that business that you had no intention of selling just because somebody died. And so there, there's so many considerations that go into the succession planning that I would I have to do what I would normally do in the situation. Tell you, you need to consult with an attorney ah, and an accountant because they're better suited to be able to, to discuss with you your individual situation. But 
consider because people don't. And it's, it's really sad that people don't understand what happens when death or injury or just plain boredom sets in. You, you know, it happens all the time. You could have four owners in a business. And one day someone's like, you know what? I just, I just don't want to do this anymore. Well, if that person was like your lead salesperson and you have nobody else to bring in revenue for the business and they're just like, I'm done, I'm out, I don't care no more. That business is basically dead, right? Unless you can like scramble and find somebody. So have that conversation, talk it through, think it through because the end comes sooner than you think it does. On that note, I'm gonna remind you all, organization is the enemy of sloth. You know, the business journey is not just starting up the business, not just running the business, not just hiring the people and getting the inventory or coming up with the ideas. And it's, it's not just that, it's the entire scope of what happens A to Z from the moment you decide that you have the idea to the moment that you, it's time to exit, right? When I, when I want to introduce people to investors, uh, the investor also always asks them, well, what's my exit strategy? How am I supposed to get out of this? You know, if I'm gonna put several million dollars into this business, I want that money out someday. I don't want to just like stay latched onto this business forever necessarily. I mean, it may not make sense if this is not a unicorn that's like the next Instagram or next, you know, what's another uh, Uber, right? Next big business that just goes completely gangbusters. But this is one of those ones that just kind of follows a nice little upward trend. You know, I, they, they want their money back so that they can multiply their money faster and faster and faster. If you don't have that consideration in mind from the very first day when you put together your business plan of how the business ends, it makes it really tough to figure out what your path is through this windy journey we call life. So that's what I want to leave with you, leave you all with today. Don't be just a gamer, be a gamerpreneur.